During a baptism in church uh, yesterday, when this little baby girl was looking right into my eyes, even as I was pouring water on her head, uh, I was thinking, I couldn't help but think about holding our sons as babies and looking into their eyes. Looking into a baby's eyes is, in a way, like looking into the eyes of God. I can't imagine what it must have been like on that silent night, holy night, so long ago as Mary and Joseph held on to that newborn baby. What a journey had brought them to that point and what a journey awaited them. Really, the Christmas story is a story about journeys. For Mary and Joseph, for the shepherds, for the wise men, and even for ourselves today. For each of us, the story of our faith, of our discovering God alive in our midst and following Jesus is the story of a journey. Think of those shepherds going about their business of their lives, keeping watch over their flock by night. I remember a cartoon once I saw that has a shepherd sitting on a rock with this bored expression on his face. As he looks out over the flock, a little bubble over his head that shows him thinking, nothing exciting ever happens around here. As of course behind him, all the other shepherds are staring up at a sky lit up with angels. Uh, you wonder, will that shepherd turn around and notice what's going on so nearby to him? You may wonder too, uh, in the not-too-exciting moments of your life? Will we turn to hear and see where God would lead us? Too often, perhaps, we look for bright lights and for angels when God is right there whispering our name. The Christmas story is the story of people whose routine is interrupted with a message, whose everyday life is interrupted with a call from God, who decide to answer that call and to begin a journey, a journey that is the Christmas story. The question for us on this Christmas Eve and on every day of our lives is, will that be our story? There are those wise men, wise because, unlike most men, it seems like they uh, stop in Jerusalem to ask for directions. Uh, something had got their attention, a star, and it started them on a journey of truth. A journey that would lead them to find meaning. Has God, will God get our attention as we journey searching for meaning in our lives. The wise men search in the wrong place first, uh, in Jerusalem, just as we often search in the wrong place as well in the journey of our lives. But God gets them back on track, and the message for us is that God can get that, us back on track as well, no matter how far we have wandered or wondered. You just never know what unexpected curves life will bring. This certainly was true for Mary and Joseph in our story. All of a sudden, with child appearances of angels, no room in the inn. Like us, they faced unexpected curves in the road. 
situations that they certainly didn't see coming. On our journeys, we get that medical report we didn't expect. We have an accident out of the blue. We have a government filled with uncertainty. We have leaders who surprise us. I'll just put it that way. A job that ends suddenly, a loss of a loved one, unexpected challenges that come into our lives. It is our faith that enables us to journey through times like this, to find our way when we're lost, when life seems out of control. How tempting it must have been for those shepherds and those wise men to ignore their calling and give up. Can you just imagine them saying, what are we doing? God wouldn't want us. How could a star lead us to find a person, a baby in the middle of nowhere? Yet despite all these things, all the questioning they must have had in their mind, they that must have been tugging on their minds. They go on. They continue to search. They continue in their journeys because their stories are journeys of faith. They go where God calls them. They, they went without delay, we hear. They searched diligently, we hear. Despite their fear. And because of that faith, because of that trust, there in the corner of that manger they kneel together and see that God's promises are true. God feeling alive in our life, Jesus can feel distant at times. We need to be people who help God's life, love and light to come alive in others' lives. Our own journeys of faith our journeys that are journeys of discovery, of understanding that God's light shines for us and that God's light beckons us forward. I remember reading a story once written by Tony Campolo about a guy named Joe. Uh, Joe had had a, a tough life. He was a heavy drinker with no hope uh, in some people's eyes, but he asked God to help and and the story goes that his life was changed. Joe became active in this mission shelter that he uh, used to go to himself. He would spend nights and he would spend days doing whatever needed to be done. Nothing he was asked to do he felt was beneath him. Whether it was cleaning up after someone who got sick or scrubbing the floors to keep things clean so the people there could feel respected and honored. Joe did it with a smile and seemed grateful just for the chance to help. He would feed men who stumbled uh, off the street into the shelter. He would tuck men into bed who were unable to take care of themselves. He did everything. One evening, the mission director was delivering the evening message that he would give every night to the crowd of worn men and drooping heads when one of the men, in the midst of this, actually got up and came forward, kneeled at the altar that was in the middle of the community room and, and began to pray, crying out for God to help him to change. The struggling man kept shouting, Oh God, make me like Joe. Make me like Joe. Make me like Joe. The mission director heard what he was saying, sort of leaned down close to him 
and said to the man, Son, I, I think it would be better if you prayed, make me like Jesus. The man looked up to the director with a questioning expression in, on his face and asked, Is he like Joe? The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. The question for us is, does that light shine in you? Does that light shine in me? Do you see that light of God that shines in your life, and will you follow where it leads? Our cry might be, make me like Mary, make me like Joseph, make me like the shepherds, make me like the wise men, that we would travel with faith along our journey of life. This is how the Christmas story comes alive today. It comes alive in your life and in mine. It comes alive when we reflect that light of Christ so that others can see that others who are in need, others who yearn to begin their own journey of faith, of trust, or of transformation can see that light shining through us. It might be hard to figure out how to make us like Jesus. Because Jesus can seem distant at times. But can people watch you and figure out what it means to make their life whole? To bring fulfillment to their life? On this and every evening, we're called to feel God's love alive within us. We're called to see that light shining for us. We're called not to be afraid to follow where that light would lead us. Because people in this world, because people in our nation, because people in your lives need to see that light need to trust in that light. Long after these candles will be extinguished, the light of God's love and God's hope needs to shine. And the gift we're given, not only in this night, but every day of our life, is the opportunity to shine, is the opportunity to share that Christmas story that is our story that trust and faith that we are never alone. We have a Savior that was born for us, that lives for us, that died for us, that was raised up for us so that we would know the magnitude of God's love. Not just for the world, but to each of us as individuals. My prayer this evening is as you go, as you go out into this night, you will feel lit up alive with a light that shines for you, not just on beautiful evenings in lovely sanctuaries like this, but in every way, in every day. Unexpected, surprising, in the midst of your own challenges, in your own struggles. Because others need to see this light to know it's for them. Help that light come alive through you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of this evening. Thank you for this time, this opportunity to share in the story together. 
But help us, dear God, make it a story not of long ago, but a story that lives for us today. Help us to feel it in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, and to carry it with us into this new year ahead. To know that that good news of great joy is for us in the midst of all we might go through. And not only for us, but for others who yearn, who search, who seek, and who may look to us to shine with the light of God's love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we share in our offering this morning, I just wanted to thank the readers, thank the choir for their offering in this uh, service of lessons and carols. I also want to invite you to, if you're uh, new or visiting this evening, there's little welcome books in the sides of your pews. Take the time to uh, share your name, celebrate your presence here this evening. And if you don't yet get our weekly email newsletter, I haven't had a chance to greet you, put your email nicely, clearly printed. We're really glad you're here. So many in our church travel on these, uh, this Christmas uh, week and so aren't able to be with us, but we are glad that you could be with us today and share that light that shines not only on Christmas Eve, every Sunday of the year. Uh, we shine with the light of Christ, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Let's share in our offering this evening. 